Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back, ladies, to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm your host, Molly Trotter Gomez. I say this every time, but I'm so excited for our guests. And God just brings the most unique and wonderful and beautiful women on this show to share their hearts with you. And I cannot wait to introduce Chantal Santiago. She is absolutely incredible. I remember remember meeting her for the first time um, at a wedding, at a friend of mine, at a wedding. And when I met her, it just like, she came up just a ball of energy and just so much light. I'm like, who are you? I feel like I need to know you. And we just like hit it off right then and there. I don't remember how long ago that was, but it doesn't matter because we're connected now. But before we dive into Chantal's story, she has so many dynamic pieces and you're going to absolutely love this episode. I'm going to have her give a brief introduction on herself. So Chantal, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so honored to be here with you. Oh my goodness. And just so excited to dive in and just share a little bit about my heart, a little bit about me. Clearly, I am not based, well, I live in the US, but let's be real. The accent kind of gives it away. I'm not from the US. I'm originally from Melbourne, Australia. Um, I have lived there my entire life uh, until about six years ago when I picked up my entire life, moved to the US, the things that we do for love. Uh, But my background is um, I did eight years in the residential uh, construction industry, building industry. I did interior, exterior design, loved it, thought I was living the dream. And then God plucked me out and said, you're going to Bible college. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Anyway, I didn't win that battle. And anyway, ended up going to Bible college. And that's when I met my lovely husband who is American and born and raised in Kissimmee, Florida. So I now am a wife. I am a mom to an amazing seven-month-old baby. He is an absolute precious gift to us. And my husband and I and our little boy, we live in Greenville, South Carolina. I am an entrepreneur by heart, by practical everything. Um, But yeah, so, so super excited to be here with you. Love it. And you're going to love her, just the dynamics of this woman, because there's, I mean, obviously you could hear that she's lived a lot of life, you know, from growing up in Australia to being in the construction business, being an entrepreneur, a mom, a wife. And, you know, there's been a lot in her journey. And I want to kick it off with this because it's so good. I just can't, I don't know if I could wait to contain it. (laughs) Came up with this phrase and I posted on my social media, I tagged you and I said, this is so good. We don't have a God problem. We have a faith problem. And I want to start there because that right there just really sets the tone of this entire thing. And I know it's a big part of your story. So I'm going to literally just kind of put myself on mute and and you let it ride and and share with the women like what that really means and how that intertwines with your story and even just people here today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just look at the last couple of years. I look at where the world is at. I look at the climate of the entire world. It doesn't matter if you're in Australia. It doesn't matter if you're in South Africa, England, 
the United States, it really doesn't matter. The whole entire world has been affected by everything that has been going on. And there's just been a continuous theme that I just keep on seeing. I know that God speaks to me about things that he's wanting to highlight and work on in my own life. But time and time and time and time again, it just keeps on coming back to my faith. And it's just like, guys, like this, this epiphany that I had was just that we do not have a God problem in this world. Like everybody knows about God. Everybody knows who Jesus is. In fact, you don't even have to be a Christian and you know who Jesus is, right? You know who God is. But what we do have a problem is with our faith. That's what we have a problem with. And that's why I say so many times, I share it constantly. Like we don't have a God problem in this world. We have a faith problem. And it's the way that we're living our lives. We've become complacent believers. We so often will just sit around and act entitled. And, you know, that's just the truth of it. Like, and it's like, oh no, oh, oh, I would never act entitled, but we are like so many of us are just, we're acting like entitled little children. We're waiting for God to hand us something to us on a silver platter when we have been given the power, we have been given the authority to go after it and actually do it ourselves. We have everything that we need to do what we have been called to do. And I just think that so many of us are just waiting for God to open a door. There, you know, we're waiting for, you know, God to bring somebody here or to say something there. And it's just like, hang on a second. The responsibility needs to be with us because we have everything that we already need. So that's kind of where that came from. Faith is definitely intertwined in my story. Um, I have grown up a Christian. I absolutely love the fact that I have grown up in a Christian home. Has it always been easy? No, but is everything ever easy? Absolutely not, you know, and I am 37 years of age this year and I definitely have lived life definitely have lived life and shared a little bit earlier with you guys, you know, obviously about like the, the, the time that I spent in the residential construction, but what actually happened after that, when I did finally pick up my socks and be like, okay, I'm going to be obedient and go to Bible college from then on, it's really been a, a different uh, a different path that God took me on. And we've very much been, my husband and I have been in ministry since we got together. We got together on a missions trip, which maybe that's another story for a complete another time, but it does still involve faith. And if I look back over my experience, stepping into ministry, remaining in ministry, all of the different positions that we've had in ministry, it always comes back to your faith. It always comes back to your obedience because faith is an action word. Faith requires something of us. It doesn't require us to be passive and sit back and do nothing. It actually requires us to act. So, you know, that's a little bit about where that comes from. I love it. And I, I love the fact that you said faith is an action word because we can yes. say we have faith, but when the rubber meets the road and things are going in just directions that you're like, I feel like things are mm-hmm. out of control. You know, you really have to look at, there's a, there's a reason why I, you're not in control of everything, right? Like if we're in control of everything, it would probably just be a big hot mess, hotter mess than it already <laughs> is. Right. And honestly, probably it contributes, you know, for certain people, certain things. 
Mm-hmm. But look, there's a reason why God is in control. There's a reason why we have a creator. And there's a reason why it does take action. And people say, you know, I have faith and talk is cheap, but really it's, it's, what are you going to put behind it? You know, when things right. get tough, you know, when finances get tough or, you know, you have to move from one country to another, or you got to go to a college or different schooling. Like you said, and you're like, Lord, that's crazy. Like, I'm not going to yeah. do that. But you're trusting that next step because he knows what's best for you, even better than what we know ourselves, because he knows like the true desire of our heart. Absolutely. You know, I would, I would love to really talk about, we, we were talking before we jumped on here about the word dominion and mm. specifically dominion when it comes to your thoughts and even your health and the things that you do have control over, right? Because yeah. there's thoughts that come in all the time, thoughts from the Holy Spirit, thoughts from the enemy, thoughts from ourselves. And how do we get control over that and have dominion? I feel like that word, not I feel, I know that word is just so powerful. I'd love for you to touch on that because obviously mm-hmm. you've had to go through quite a bit in your life and really take dominion over your thoughts. Yes, absolutely. The first thing that I will say about the word dominion is unfortunately for all of us, the word dominion, it can have negative connotations. Um, and I do believe that in so many ways, the word dominion has been abused. It has been just taken advantage of when actual fact, if you go right back to the very beginning, like Genesis one, like if you go back to the very beginning, God intended on us to take dominion. That was his first instruction for us as humans was to take dominion and subdue every living thing. That means that, yes, God is ultimately the one that is in control, but we we so often will just rely on that. And that's where complacency sneaks in. Dominion is like a domain. And so that's actually where kingdom comes in play, you know, king's domain. So if you look at that, we are actually given this mandate from God at the very beginning of time to take dominion, to take control over everything, not every person, which is where dominion has been taken advantage of and abused, right? But to be taking dominion over everything, That in itself tells me something that a lot of us have forgotten. And that is that you are so much more powerful than anybody has ever told you. You are so much more powerful than anybody has ever told you. If you find yourself in a situation where you don't like the situation that you're in, or you don't like the thoughts that you're thinking, or you don't like the emotions that you're feeling, you have the power to change that. If you are dealing with, and I'm just going to be bold, I'm just going to go for it because this is what I just feel on my spirit. But, you know, when it even comes to things like anxiety, when it even comes to things like depression, I would even say boldly and strongly, like, what are you allowing into your thoughts to get you to that place where you are anxious? What are you allowing to enter into your thoughts, into your mind? What mindsets are you coming into agreement with to take you to that place? 
And I even think of the word entertainment. There are two main sources when it comes to, you know, when it comes to your thoughts and everything like that. There's two main ways that we will take on information and it is sight and it is hearing. And it's very interesting that when you even hear the word entertainment, how do things enter in through your sight and through your ears? And so that is why I wholeheartedly believe that the entertainment industry is also an industry that is getting absolutely hammered right now because the enemy knows that it is such a powerful means to actually affect our thoughts. The enemy, if you've noticed, will never go after your heart. Mm. He will never go after your heart. He will always go after your mind. And he doesn't have to do much, right? He can just plant something in the thoughts. It can be a little, little penny size or even a little mustard seed size. Like, and at the end of that, we will take it. We will run with it. We will make it. It even comes back to like protecting your heart. Guard your heart above all else because everything flows from it. That's scripture. How do you even guard your heart? Well. Where does it start? Where do your emotions start? Your emotions start up here, which means that if you want to guard your heart, if you want to change your emotions, if you want to protect your heart, it's always referred to in relationship sense. I love it. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> no, I, I have. I, yes. Yeah. But it's so much deeper than that, right? I feel like that's just a mask. It's just a veil that's being placed in front of us again, because the Lord wants to reveal something so deep to those that are searching, that are seeking. And that is that it's not just protecting our heart that we need to do. It's actually protecting our thoughts and it's changing our thoughts. And that's how powerful you are. So I just, I love that. Dominion is something that we can't run from. We can't hide from. It's part of who we are. It's in our genetic makeup. From the very beginning of time, that was our first instruction. So good. I'm writing down a few notes because I'm like, these are, there's so many great points in there. <laughs> and I want to touch on the entertainment piece because I feel like that is so key because we are so, and I'll be bold with it too. We are very programmed. And coming yes. from somebody who was on the news that brought the programming into your right. home, when I realized what was going on. I was like, Yeah, no, I don't want to be a part of this at all. Like this is so ugly and it's negative and there's nothing good that's coming from it, but instilling fear in people and, Mm -hmm. you know, take the, you know, gosh, we can go so many different routes of the media. Um, I'll go like, I had this conversation recently and I feel the Holy Mm -hmm. spirit really like pouring this on me heavy where, uh, this guy at the gym that I talk to every day, we have great conversations, literally God conversations back and forth. He was sitting there telling me he has a 12 year old and a 15 year old, right? Yes. And they're in school, especially the 15 year old. And she's seeing all sorts of stuff. And a lot of the stuff that I believe the enemy is planted inside of the media, inside of schools, inside of adolescents minds. And they're just kind of taking it in. And he's trying to share with his kids, hey, this is what's right. And they're like, you're just so old school, dad. Like, you don't even get it. And I'm like, the brainwashing that goes on, because at that age, like, we got to really get people, whether it's young or old, to get them to think for themselves, right? And he was fighting tooth and nail with scripture, like, honey, like, this is what it is. And she's like, you just don't get it, dad. And it breaks my heart that Mm -hmm. we've all been through that, right? And even now, you know, you take what, gosh, there's stuff that goes around the internet all the time. The celebrity did this, the celebrity did that. And I was talking with my husband and I said, we waste so much time focusing on things that are not, that are out of our control, that don't even matter. 
And that's where like, you know, our thoughts trail to is like, we want to stand up for this justice. We want to stand up for quote unquote, mm-hmm. what's right or this, that, and the other thing. But the, the enemy does such a yes. work in trying to distract you that it takes you away from your God-given purpose of you to be able 100%. to serve in the way that God's called you to serve. And so mm-hmm. I'd love to ask you, you know, what was a defining like moment where you're like, you know what, like I need to really be able to just get on track with what God has for me. I don't know if that was for when it comes to Bible college, what you're doing now, but was there a defining moment where you really kind of had to be like, you know what, it's it's time to, to get focused on where I need to go and what I need to do. Did you have a moment like that in your life? I would love to say that it was Bible college, but it actually wasn't. And that was so long ago. Um, but what I will actually say is, yes, there was a defining moment. And it was actually during 2020, which I feel like for so many people, there were so many defining moments in 2020, just because everything burst open. And I think for me, uh, during 2020, my husband and I were like, it is very evident what is going on here. And I mean, gosh, you only have to be watching the news. You don't even have to be led by the spirit of God and you can see what is going on in the news. Like it is 2020 was such a bad year. And I just feel like if anything, it emphasized the fact that there was so much fear mongering going on. And I say that because it's just like, all of the news channels, and you would know this too, right? From your days back in news. If all of the news channels are saying the same thing, we have to be concerned. And Christian and I made a decision that our sanity and our peace and our courage is just, and our happiness and our joy even is worth way too much to let something like this destroy it. And I mean, I even think of, you know, we have not been given a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. That's what we've been given. So Christian and I just stopped watching the news, stopped listening to, I mean, gosh, that's a rabbit trail waiting to happen. You watch the news, you know, you, you, you listen to whatever else, you know, and then there's social media. That's another thing in itself, but like, You've just got to really, like, we just decided that's it. It was a decision. It was a very clear decision. And it's just like my peace, my joy, my life, my happiness is worth so much more than that. And I will tell you that uh, we decided to dig deep in our relationship with God like we never have. I will tell you, my husband wrote a book in 2020 and it just came off the pages so quick. Why? Because of the revelation that we were having. having. Why? Because we were at home and we were able to really seek first. We were able to really dig deep. We removed the distractions that were around us that were really vying for our attention. And we had the freedom to be able to really go deep. And so that moment came from me. Uh, my, my husband's book that he wrote is called Born to Rule, Reclaiming Your God-Given Birthright to Rule Here on Earth. And I will never forget, I actually read the manuscript for that book the weekend that you and I met. And a couple of things happened for me. The first, I read it in two days and that never happens. I never read a book in two days. I couldn't put it down. And as his wife, I have the obligation to be like, babe, 
I think you missed it, babe. I really think this book sucks, but it didn't. I did not put it down for two, two days. I was just in it. It impacted me. The second thing, I was speechless and I'm also never speechless if you know me, (laughs) but that really did something. That was a time in my life that pivoted me massively to be like, Christian, you're selling yourself short. Stop playing small. And I saw the trajectory of his life completely do a 180 flip. I didn't expect that he was going to walk away from ministry full time. Both of us were in ministry together. Um, But that's what the Lord was doing in his life. And so if anything, the Holy Spirit just used me to confirm what was going on for him. And then I think for me personally, I was like, Oh, well, I mean, if he's having to play, if he's going to stop playing small, then I guess I have to stop playing small. But I got to this place, Molly, where I realized that I'm tired. Like I'm tired of accepting a lie. I'm tired of living a lie. I'm tired of, you know, coming into agreement with a second best, second rate, you know, a cheap version of myself, right? When Christ paid full price for me on the on the on the cross. Mm. He paid full price for me on the cross. And so anything less than me being the best version of myself means that I am selling myself short and I am downplaying what God did, what Christ did on the cross. And I'm not prepared to do that. So that was my turning point. And it was big. Yes, that was massive. I mean, the whole yes. time, like I'm wearing a sweater, but I keep getting chills. Like I'm just like, <laughs> it's not cold in my place. I know the Holy Spirit's just like, yes, yes, yeah. preach it, sister. Like yeah, that is yeah. so real and so good. And I feel like depending on what lens you had on in 2020, mm-hmm. you could look at it as being like, oh my gosh, like oh, this is all going down. Worst year of my life. <laughs> yeah. Or you can look at it as, you know what? I see, like I, I saw it like the way you saw. It. I mean, there's yeah. a lot going on. I, I read between the lines and I was like, wow. And mm-hmm. that actually got me to a humbling moment as well, where I said, Lord, how do you want to use me? Where do you Absolutely. want me to go? How do you want to use me? And just in the last mm-hmm. two years, how he's been able to use um, myself and what we do inside Girl Power Alliance and empowering women just to really be able to activate their God-given gifts. So mm-hmm. many women in, and men, but women, you know, specifically because they're listening to this, you right. know, you might be feeling that you're just like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do, but I know I have something inside of me and I need to be able to figure out what this is, or I want to be yeah. able to grow what God's given me. The world mm-hmm. just kept suppressing all of that and was so loud And God's not the God of like a booming voice. And don't get me wrong. I have heard him audibly a few times and I'm grateful for that. And it it got me shook right to my boots, but he's not going to be as loud as the media. He's going to be right there because he's right with you. It's like a best friend, shoulder to shoulder. You're sitting right there. He doesn't need to yell. And being in that stillness in that quiet place. And that's where I really found myself in 2020 was becoming more still, more quiet to be able to have that sound mind, to be in his presence, to really absorb And I love the fact that you took that time, you and your husband to be like, we're playing too small. We know the price that was paid. And I even put a post about a post up something recently saying you can't have one foot in one, one foot in the world and one foot over here in your faith. And so many people want to do this like, well, you know, I'll do it when it's convenient. You know, is your soul really worth it? You know, gambling your soul away of like, you know, just like, you're just kind of like, you know, here or there, maybe like in such a gray area. And so taking the distractions, you know, in 2020, where you couldn't go to the movies, couldn't go bowling, couldn't do a lot of things in it, it brought you home. It got you to this place being like, man, like, well, I guess it's me and my thoughts and we got to figure this out. Or 
unfortunately, other people went other routes and, you know, did other vices because they didn't want to be alone with their thoughts. And so it really exposed a lot. But what it has done, obviously, for, for you guys and what I love is that it's really taken the giftings that you've had really excel you in your purpose. And, you know, ever since I've met you guys, you guys are just like just the biggest servant hearts, you know? And I absolutely love that because no matter what you choose to give and pour in and give and pour in, even if you don't get anything in return. And so often we're looking for that return of like, right. Who's going to give it to me? Like I need it. And don't get me wrong. We're human. We all need it at some point. But if we're expecting that out of other people, rather than expecting that out of the, our father, you know, being in his presence and being able to have that, you know, battery recharge in a sense, um, if you're expecting it from anybody else, you're going to set yourself up to fail. And so Absolutely. often, you know, like you, you mentioned social media earlier, mm-hmm. people go on there and it's just like, you know, the, the validation accreditation, right? It's like, oh, like likes, comments, shares, all this stuff. I tell people all the time, it's like, if you had one person like your post, you have influence over that one person, you know, Absolutely. like you have so many people that are waiting for your message to get out there and waiting for you to, again, step in dominion. Absolutely. And really be able to have that, that faith of like, I have the authority mm-hmm. because Christ died on the cross. And I have now been able to take on that authority because I accepted him as my Lord and savior. Like that is such yep. a weighty thing. And if people really sit into that and, and notice that and really just like come to grips of how big that is, it's mm-hmm. massive. And it's something that we get to humble and humble ourselves every day and really be able to be like, I, I get this gift every yes, single yes. day. And before I, um, I have another question for you. Before I send it back to you, I just feel really led to share this. Like, just so you know, you guys, ladies, God is the gift. Absolutely. If you're, man, if you're looking for the money, if you're looking for the things, like that's not the gift. Now he has right. promises and blessings that he wants to give you, but God is really the gift. And I really encourage you to sit with that and being like, wow, yeah. have I been that's missing this gift the whole time because I've been right. so wrapped up in what the news says or social media says, or my family, because they're involved in all this stuff that doesn't even matter. It's like, that is truly the gift. And I would love to, you know, as we're kind of wrapping this up over the next couple minutes, you know, talk about the gifts that God has brought you, you know, I know he's the gift, but because you guys have spent time in his presence, you know, in ministry and really diving in, I would love for you to really just share like, you know, what he's been able to do in your life leading up until now, because you have such an incredible story, but in that obedience, you know, there's an inheritance that's waiting for you that is coming down and raining on you. And I'd love to hear what God is doing in your life. And I'm sure the ladies listening would too. Absolutely. And it's funny because this is completely not what I had in my mind to share, but I'm going with it, right? Because this is what we do when we're led by the spirit. Right. Um, but I know that this is for someone on here. And, you know, uh, it's very interesting that 2020 was a year that we're like, we're done playing small. That's it. Because what I didn't share as part of that journey was that my husband and I had actually been trying to have a baby for two years, two years. And we didn't get pregnant. And I was just like, what is going on? This, is there something wrong with me, God? Like, why am I not functioning the way that I'm, I was designed by you to function and, you know, asking all of the wrong questions. Um, and obviously not getting any answers because I was, you know, if you're not getting an at little tip for you guys, if you're not hearing anything and you're not getting any responses, Look at the answer. Look at the questions that you're asking, because 
I wouldn't mind betting that those questions are probably not the greatest questions to be asking. And that's why you're not getting the answers you want. Um, but I know that 2020 hit and my husband and I felt the need to start to use our words because power of life and death is in our tongue. And so we began to declare like no other, because we really sensed that 2020 was the year that we would have our promise. We would get our promise. We would get what God had promised us, which was at least one child, right? And so we began to declare, we began to use our faith, right? Because if God is who he says he is and he does what he says he's going to do, then we just need to come into agreement with it. It's exactly the same as your words having so much power. A little, a little tip for you guys. If you want to start to see something change in the actions that are taking place in your life, start looking at the words that you are speaking over yourself and your situation. And if you find that you are lost for words, pick up the word of God, pick up like your Bible and start to declare these words over your life because the weight that these words carry, right? It's Holy Spirit inspired. We already know that. But if you're beginning to use the word of God to speak over your situation and your life, the power that is coming out of your mouth is the same power and has the same anointing as if God was speaking those words himself. Mm. We're going back to how powerful you are, right? That right there. If you're speaking the word of God over your situation, then you are in the will of God, right? There's no questions asked. Because if he truly is who he says he is, then he'll do exactly as he says he's going to do. You just need to come into agreement. And so I will tell you, we did that. Obedience, Meg, uh, Molly, you just touched on it. Like, so man, like obedience is everything. And obedience is such a huge action of faith because it's that action portion of it. And I will tell you, we were obedient. We declared, we prayed, but we didn't pray like, oh God, bless us with a child because we knew that God had told us. And so we thanked him. Little thing, switching it to gratitude. Thank you, God, for this child. Thank you that he's going to be a world changer. Thank you that you have set him apart as a prophet to the nations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And on December 31st, I was on, we were on a four-hour layover in Miami going to Brazil and I took a pregnancy test and I was pregnant. Come on. And it happened. It's like his word does not return to him void. It sets out to accomplish exactly what it intended. And so I just look at that in itself. And, you know, like from there, I just look at the steps that you take, every step of obedience that you take. There is so much of an inheritance. There is favor that is attracted to obedience. Favor is also attracted to honor. And so all of these things come in and wrap up in one big giant ball. And every step that you take of obedience is literally taking a step closer and closer and closer to the promises coming to fruition. And so I will tell you, guys, it hasn't always even been smooth sailing even when we did be obedient, we moved across the country because that's what we knew that the Lord was leading us to do. When we moved across the country, I'm like, we're like, yes, this is all God wants us to do. This is where he's called us. We had no money. We were not paying rent. We were not able to pay rent. How is it that we're being obedient yet we still didn't have money coming in? 
And I will tell you, we just kept on being faithful. We kept on being obedient. We kept on doing what he said. We knew that this was where he had called us. I was seven months pregnant at the time. I didn't need to be stressing about money at all. I didn't need to be stressing about anything. I should have been putting up my feet and like relaxing. I have my own health and wellness business, but because it was no longer about me, because it was no longer just about my husband, because it was now about a promise that God had given us that we had to look after and steward and raise in the ways of God. I got my butt into gear so quickly, so quickly. And I started to work, 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 work. But you know, the crazy thing about that, when you're working in a situation just because of being obedient, there's no toil to it. There is no toil to it. When you are exactly where God wants you to be, doing exactly what he wants you to do, there will be no toil, no toil. You will work hard, but you won't feel the toil. And I will tell you, nine months on, my business has just completely exploded. My husband and I have just come back from Cancun because we earned a trip through my business. My husband, we've gone from having no money to even pay rent. Now I have that exploding and my husband is now the number one high performance and executive coach in Greenville. In fact, number one, he's the only high performance and executive coach here in Greenville, South Carolina, but he has people seeking him out. He's working with a $363 million corporate company that are bringing him in to affect culture within that organization, all because of obedience, all because we heard and we did. We trusted that God was going to do exactly as he said he was going to do, and we just did it. And we acted like that person right now because faith is actually right now. It's not the future. Faith is actually about being right now. Faith is acting like what you've asked for is already in existence right now. You know, I think of the passage of scripture and it says, now faith is the evidence of things hoped for and the substance of things unseen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. For something to be evidence, it has to be here. So when it comes to faith, start acting like it now. Whatever it is that you are wanting to, whatever it is that you're believing for, like start acting like as if it's right here, right now. Like start acting like you're already that person right now, right now. So good. Oh my gosh. So many great nuggets in that. And I love your vulnerability of that. And just being able to like take us through that journey of God's promise and, you know, like you said, he's, his word's never going to return void. And our logic sometimes wants to get in there and be like, but, but, you know, comma, we'll see like, what? And no, period. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible is the owner's manual. If you mm-hmm. want to understand the owner's manual of your life and how to be and how to act and how to live a fulfilling life, not only for yourself, but more importantly for the father, because he is with his grace, love, and mercy has, you know, brought you in the fold. Like that, that is the manual and you guys are just such a true Testament. So I love hearing the success that you guys have been able to have because of your obedience going across the country with basically nothing, seven months pregnant, 
people be like, you're crazy, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, you're like, you know what, I'm crazy in love with Jesus. And if he's telling me right. to go, I'm going to go. And so, right. you know, what my flesh says is one thing, but I got to die to that. You know, I don't want the, again, one foot in one foot out. Like you got to really be planted and secure because there's no room for lukewarm. And so which is why we don't have a God problem. The problem is not to do with God. It is to do with us and our level of faith. Mm, perfect. Honestly, the best way to sum that up. And I love it, you know, and that's why we titled this podcast. You know, we don't have a God problem. We have a faith problem because that is so good. And I know people are going to see that being like, wait, what? And so obviously you're listening to this now and you you clicked. Yes, it got you in. Great. Because I hope this message really just sinks in. And I really encourage, you know, every listener to take a second and reflect, like, what did you grab from here? What is the Holy Spirit tugging on your heart? Because I say this all the time and y'all may get sick of it, but I'm going to keep saying it. If we don't stop and reflect the moments that reflect on the moments that really like capture us in that moment, we just move on to the next, start scrolling on social media or whatever, you know, we're going to miss out on the revelations that the Holy Spirit is really trying to highlight to you. And so Chantal, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart. This has been absolutely amazing. And um, I know I've been blessed by it 100%. I know the women listening have been blessed as well. I would love for you to share where people can connect with you and learn a little bit more about you and just dive in. Cause I'm sure there's women listening to this that are like, that's my person. Yes. I want to connect with her. I want to do what she's doing. I'm in where can they connect with you? Yeah. So Instagram, I have Instagram. I try to be on it as little as possible during the day, but yes, I make sure I'm on there every day because that's what your girl has to do. Um, so my Instagram handle is Chantal, C-H-A-N-T-A-L dot L dot Santiago. Um, I have Facebook, so you can grab me on there. I'm a part of this amazing group that you guys have. So you can always connect with me there. Send me a private message. Um, and then also, if you would like to email me, you can do that. And also that email address is Chantal at borntorule.global. So I would love to hear from you guys and yeah, even just to hear what your takeaways have been from this and how the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. Um, But yeah, I would love to connect with every single one of you. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart. Yeah, I could just really tell you had some amazing flows in this podcast and the Holy Spirit took over. I'm like, oh, I feel that. I feel all of that. And I love it. And that's why we love having (laughs) women like you on the show. So thank you so much for showing up so powerfully today. Absolutely. My honor. Thank you. You got it. All right, ladies. We'll see you next time. Bye. Wow. (laughs) I know I say it every time, but geesh, those podcasts, this was amazing. (laughs) These podcasts that we have, these women that keep being attracted to the Girl Power Alliance community, our mission, our vision, (laughs) and this no competition in the kingdom culture that we are working so hard to not just create within our little world, but in the world. I'm just so grateful to women like Chantel and Molly for sharing their hearts on that really powerful podcast. Do you feel drawn to this community at all? Do you listen to these podcasts and think, man, I need women like this in my life? Well, we want to invite you to be part of our community. We have a free Facebook community where you can just come and glean from all the women. And you can also be a part of our inner community, our membership. Become one of our ambassadors. You know, we're looking for more ambassadors, women that want to take what we have and shout it from the rooftops 
share it with as many other women as they possibly can to help create more financial sovereignty for more women around the world using these Christ-centered resources, our community, our leadership development program, and so many other things. God has just blessed this amazing Girl Power Alliance community, and we want you to be a part of it. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com or find us on social media and reach out. Say yes. Answer the call and say yes. Become an ambassador or a member today. Girl Power Alliance is where women grow.